Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey guys, and welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. Today is Black Friday, and as we're recording this, and as this podcast going out, it's going to be Cyber Monday. So we decided to do this podcast about taking advantage of holiday promos with your site and audience. So first, Gail, how are you doing? Good. We're really on time, right? <laughs> it's like nobody can plan anything right now. Absolutely. Uh, but you can plan for Christmas so that you'll be able to use that. Anyway, it's like if you actually have checked what we have done for Black Friday for Authority Hacker, it's a little bit unusual and we're going to talk about that tactic. But yeah, I think we've been a little bit late. And the thing is like, I've been preparing this podcast and I've been doing a lot of research. Like I like to read what others say about this stuff. Mm -hmm. And everything I found was absolute garbage. It's quite amazing how poor the quality of advice is in terms of taking it advantage of holidays. Wow. Um, what so are, what are other people? What are some of the things other people I are mean, saying? I mean, it's like send an email to your email list and make a Facebook ad and have a discount and this kind of stuff like that. It's like, high, yeah. High level stuff then, yeah. Th- thank you. I could not have thought of this by myself, you know? Okay. It's like I really needed your blog to figure that out. So we'll try to be a little bit less obvious here. Can't promise anything. You guys tell us what you think. But yeah, I'm quite appalled that of the kind of stuff that people like are publishing. It's just pure common sense, like really pretty bad. Anyway, let's try to do a little bit better. I just wanted to start by actually saying, and that's what I've been saying in the email I've sent today, is that in the online marketing niche and webmasters stuff and tools and stuff like that, what I found is that the discounts are usually on the products that are definitely not the best. And that is one of the reasons we are making no recommendations at all for Black Friday. Because actually, like most of the tools we use, and honestly, like tools we regularly use, there's maybe like five or six that I can count that we actually use like most of the time. And basically, none of them is having a discount. Why? Because they are the best tool in the market. And it's one of the tips I gave in the email. It's like, well, don't buy stuff because it's cheap. Like if you count on making thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars with your website. Like saving 50 bucks on the tool just makes zero sense. I've also Um, noticed like a direct correlation between the companies offering big Black Friday, Cyber Monday discounts and those who have a very large percentage-wise affiliate payouts. Yeah. Um, so, you know, read into that what you will about the quality of their actual, like how much. They basically, like the reason they have these big discounts is because they overprice or under deliver like the rest of the time, you exactly. know? Exactly, yeah. And that's something Shane said as well from Thrive Teams. Thrive Teams doesn't have a discount, by the way, so don't have one to share. But yeah, it's actually true. It's like, you know, it's like I was checking, like the example I take in the email is uh, Optin Monster, which we think is not as good as Thrive Leads. I think Thrive Leads is just much better and you'll be able to get more emails in your list, which should turn into more money, which make the price difference trivial of the plugins, especially now that Optin Monster is actually a monthly fee, as I've seen earlier today when I checked them out. It's like, yeah, Optin Monster is giving 35% of Thrive Leads is not giving anything away. But like if you're going to be able to grow your list like even 20% faster with Thrive Leads, 
it just makes zero sense to try to save the money. So I, I just want to add to that, and I don't think that's the best comparison because I think Thrive Leads is ridiculously underpriced as it is. Yes, the fact that <laughs> all of their competitors have a monthly recurring fees, and also the fact that Thrive Leads is is really, really, really good anyway. So for like, it only takes a few months for it to be worthwhile getting Thrive Leads. Is like, but that'd be the same with like SEM Russian Ahrefs, for example. Sure, right? but if you're talking about like a hosting company, not to mention yeah. anyone, cough Bluehost, it's just really not worth it in the case of Bluehost to go for them versus someone else, despite like the ridiculous. Huge- yeah, they have sixty percent off right now. Actually, checking right now, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just not a very good hosting company, but they pay affiliates a lot. So you just see all our competitors tell you, hey, go buy a Bluehost account. And it's probably some of the poorest performances is, you can get. This is kind of like the my mental bar. Like if anyone on their site is ever recommending Bluehost, you know that, <laughs> you, you, know that you can't trust anything else they say because they're just trying yeah. to make money out of you. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not going to give any names here either. So that was our little rant. Now let's actually talk about how people can take advantage of holidays, like not necessarily just Black Friday, it can be Christmas, it can be Valentine's Day, it can be whatever comes up that is kind of a commercial holiday where people buy stuff or there is sales, etc. And I want to talk about like the first one, the tactic that probably most people are going to be expecting, and that's kind of like the affiliate approach like create, slash creating approach. And it's pretty simple, and we've been doing that at the beginning of Authority Hacker. We did that, that was- last year as well, right? Yeah, I think so. It wasn't as successful last year, to be honest. I haven't put my heart into it as much as, you know, as I said, like the tools that we like actually just just don't do discounts. But it is putting a page together that, you know, curates the best deals in your niche and send people that way. So like in the affiliate, mar- in the affiliate marketing slash online marketing niche, it doesn't really work out for us, but it can work out in plenty of other niches. Like, for example, if you're in photography, like DJI is having some discounts right now, which is kind of cool. If you are reviewing tech, you know, like most tech companies, including Apple, are actually having deals right now, etc. So there are like, you know, big brands actually with good products doing that kind of stuff. And making a curation of what you recommend, so you kind of like put together your advice of what to buy together with the best deals is a really, it's a good value add for people. The thing is, don't put all the deals you can find in there. The point is that people read you because they trust you, they follow you because they trust you. And so what you need to do is actually like reject some of the deals and say, this is not good enough, the product is not worth it, no matter what the price is, et cetera. But the same way we're trying to do it on Authority Hacker and say, hey, these are the 10 deals I recommend you get. And from that point, and really, by the way, you just need to put like a link, a logo, and a little description of the deal, and that's it. And you can just put your affiliate link. And then you, what I recommend as well is that you put a big timer on the page. Scarcity just works super well for us. I think we made a, a whole podcast on that, which is it just works. Put a timer. But what I recommend is that actually when the deal ends, you don't actually close the page. You leave it up because you've been promoting it, and we're going to talk about promotion in a second. And uh, you just put a disclaimer saying, hey, these were Black Friday sales. You can click on the links, but I can't guarantee the deals will still be up. However, what you do is you optimize that page for specific keywords. So like, for example, Black Friday keywords do have search volume. So I, I didn't check before, but like online marketing, Black Friday deals and stuff has search volume on Google. So if you can actually optimize that page for that, leave it up, have some content on it and just update the page once a year with the disclaimer after the holiday is over saying, hey, this was for this year's Black Friday or Christmas or whatever it is. 
Uh, I'm not sure the deals will still be live, but you know, here you go. Here's, here was my recommendation back then. Well, that page can be indexed by Google, can rank, and eventually can pick up more traffic next year when you update it and therefore make more sales for you. Someone that does that right now is Matthew Woodward, actually. And he does it pretty well. He actually has a whole domain for that. The only thing that he does differently from what we've said is I feel like he's just listing every product he can, which uh, he's not really curating or giving any kind of advice, etc. which I would recommend trying to add some value on top. That's yeah, kind of the I, old- I definitely think that that point about curating, it's good because, you know, I had like hundreds of emails this morning from people like promoting stuff and I just don't have time to go through it all. So if there was someone out there who could just like filter it all for me, yeah, exactly. these are the only ones you need. That's, that's where you're adding the value and that's what's going to cause people to buy through your link rather than it increases, it increases trust as well. Right. If you say, don't buy everything, just buy these. It's like your next recommendation is going to be a lot more carefully read slash followed because you're not the guy that's willing to sell at any cost, you know, and that, that is a big deal. Like that really, I like to do that. I like to make money, but at the same time, increase engagement slash trust of people. So I think that is a, that is a good combo to be curating. Now, a lot of people are asking how to, a lot of people, I imagine a lot of people will ask how to drive traffic to that page. I'm just going to make a quick list of things you can do. Uh, the first thing I think that is quite powerful for this kind of stuff is like hello bars or exit pop-ups. So once again, we bring Stripe list back up, but you can do these with that, or you can go on hellobar.com. They have a free version. You know, sometimes you put ads on your site or something. It's kind of weird, but you could do that for free if you wanted. You can use retargeting. So anyone that's been on your site for the last 90 days, for example, you could be using a Facebook retargeting campaign. And, you know, since it's very a very commercial page, you're quite likely to make a profit. Social media posts, share on your Facebook page if you've been building it, share on your Pinterest if you've been building it, share on your Twitter if you've been building it, etc. And email and push notifications, they're like easy ways to drive traffic. Basically, just combine all of these. And if you've been doing your homework during the rest of the year, so building your email list, doing SEO, putting your retargeting pixel on your site, collecting emails, that kind of stuff, then it's pretty easy to drive a couple thousand visits to that page and you know make some decent money by just pushing that. It's like... I think last year we made a couple thousand dollars by promoting the few deals that I found this year. I decided to skip it, but it can be quite profitable. Yeah, one thing to think about when you're actually preparing this page is make sure you're well in advance, you're signed up and approved for these all of oh, the yeah. affiliate programs <laughs> and you need to be on their newsletters. I have like Gmail filters set up to like send it all to like a subfolder because I never read or hardly ever read them because you get so many of them. So, and it can be quite tempting to unsubscribe from the affiliate newsletters. But around about mm-hmm. the week before Black Friday, they'll all be telling you what deals they're going to offer. So you need to get ahead of the, the, the curve with that one. You know, you prepare the night before, or two days before, and if you have time. So make sure you uh, look out for that, especially. Yeah. So that is essentially tactic number one. You know, we're not just saying have an email or have a have a, a Facebook post, etc. It's kind of like a campaign. You build that landing page, then you use all your mediums to drive traffic to it, and you're curating. The, the value you add is curating. The second tactic is goodwill building, right? And uh, that is what we've done this year, essentially on Atari Hacker. So we literally have promoted nothing. We've just sent an email saying, uh, giving advice to people to actually not buy too much stuff and not be tricked. And, you know, the fact that the people that do the deepest discounts are usually the, not the best companies. So just to be careful, essentially. And the thing is, it's good to stand out, right? Today, 
people are sending, like everyone's sending a promo email. And the more people do it, the more people get desensitized to it, right? It's like it's like saying the same yogurt ad or like, you know, washing soap ad that they're all the same anyway. And it's just like it doesn't exist anymore. Like you see that on the screen or on TV, it's just like you will forget about it like a minute later. And it's kind of the same at this point. So if you don't necessarily have like we did this year, like some stuff to promote or you didn't sign up on time or whatever happened, or you just want to build engagement with your list. Because in our case, for example, we're selling our courses and building trust and showing that, hey, we're not looking to make a dollar just to make a dollar is a good way to build trust so that when we are actually selling something, people will take look at it with more interest. What we did is we essentially told people what not to, to buy, etc. That's what we did. And essentially, yeah, you just build this engagement and you stand out. That it is the tactic. Yeah, it wasn't just, okay, so we, we sort of hammered on the point that a lot of uh, companies discounting things are, uh, you know, not really stuff you need or poor quality. But there's also like the other side to it. It's like, are you really going to use this tool frequently? Yeah. And I think in the email, you had a really good example of like the heat map tool. I mean, it's a no, really, it wasn't like, that. It was actually a joke. It was actually oh, was a joke. it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like crazy A-B testing, user customization, influencer finding, link building, outreach tool that yeah, you end up using I, I mean, before you. It, no, but it's it's. I think it's a good, actually good example because like heat map tools. There are plenty of them which are doing Black Friday discounts, and they're all actually quite good. But are you oh, actually gonna? If, do anything with that information like in the next six months are you going to really go through your site and redesign it's it's useless if you do nothing with it you know exactly or even if you do think you would do something would you be better off just you know producing more content and getting more links is that going to move the needle more so it's actually a discussion we had internally like we need to fix our analytics on on the sites right and it's like it's we're pretty bad at it right now like I would even put us in the really bad at it section, and we're probably going to need to hire help for that. So, so Mark if anyone's like, an <laughs> analytics expert, um, email Mark at authorityhacker dot com and give us your best price, and maybe we'll yeah, hire if you. If you want to send Christmas gifts as well, yeah, done, okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm but, serious about the analytics person, though. You know. Okay. Well. Anyway, the thing was, yeah, it's like. That would be like it's going to be important to to improve that in 2017 if we want to do better. However, there were things that would move the needle more, and in our case, it was increasing the amount of link building we do and having more commercial content on our sites. And so, you know, despite the fact that it is necessary and it is something we need to do, it's more about finding what is the most important thing you need to do next, rather than like something cool you might do someday later. And so that was one point that we tried to hammer in there. Um, I also saw on uh, AppSumo, they had a bunch of deals today, and one of them, I forget what it was called, it, it was basically a replica of Canva, which is free, Yeah, but you had to pay for it. Yeah, so, yeah, I see. You know, like a lot of these tools, you know, there are better alternatives out there, and, you know, having a lifetime offer for $25 today, you know, just because there appears to be scarcity in that, you know, like, do your research first, it, it may be a better alternative. Yep. Now let's stop going off topic a little bit. Okay. So the tactic two was essentially goodwill building. So at the same time, when everyone sends a promo, send something of value. And when nobody sends promos, send a promo. And you will have more engagement because you are actually standing out at the times when everyone's trying to take money from people. And uh, also, one thing I wanted to add to that is like people make a lot of sales during Black Friday. However, 
the question is how much money do they make because everything is discounted therefore you need to sell you know if something is discounted half price you need to make sometimes three times the sell if you count the profit margins of things to actually make as much money as selling one full product so it really takes a lot of volume to actually make good money on these holidays so i actually like the goodwill building because then it pushes you to actually sell full price for stuff at the same time not look like a sellout essentially because you are at the time when you're expected to to be a sellout you are not actually so yeah. i like it it can also yep. diminish the perceived value of your product like if you're if you have a hundred dollar product and you're regularly discounting it or you're discounting it fifty dollars on yep. black friday most people will assume that you know your product's worth who see that who are not buying it then you know perceive that your your product's probably only worth about fifty dollars or, or or less you know like yeah, they, and people they are gonna of, wait they're gonna like wait they for the, the discounts this but. like perceived notion of what your profit should be even if it's like an info product it's kind of a weird psychological thing so there's a lot of uh like schools of thought in pricing at the moment which say like you should actually never discount your product and it, yeah a lot of people are following that like lead pages does that strive teams does that a lot a lot like ahrefs does that as well like essentially all the companies doing really well in terms of product creation like the quality of the product is really good they don't have discounts and uh, i quite like it actually i think it's better okay let's jump on to tactic number three and that one i like actually that's that's one i think we're gonna be doing maybe next year if we're good with everything we have to do right now and that is instead of offering a discount or something like that, you create a holiday exclusive product. So something that is available for a limited amount of time that people can buy. It's not cheaper. It's just different. It's just something else. And what it allows you to do is, as I said earlier, you know, you, you cut a lot of margins when you offer discounts, is, is actually maintain your margins, but still build that kind of scarcity in not in terms of the price, but in terms of the availability of the product. And that is quite powerful. It works especially well with info products. For example, I know that Digital Marketer is doing that. So Digital Marketer, they are doing, I think, a Black Friday bootcamp for like $7. But I guarantee you, after you check out for these 7 bucks, there is like a gazillion one-click upsells for full-price product. And that's how they make a lot of money. Personally, I'm thinking that next year we might do a webinar where it's like you pay a dollar to register, but then you get charged 49 other dollars like two days after the webinar if you didn't ask for your money back or something. So these kind of funnels work pretty well. So yeah, it, it's it's a good way to not cut your margins and at the same time be there for the discount period where people have their wallet out and they're ready to spend money essentially. So I quite like it. And if you don't want to go creating a specific product or, you know, put any time into creating something new, what you can do is bundle some of your other products together. So if you have multiple products, you could sell them all and say, you know, like, I don't know, health ambition, January 1st, New Year's resolution, exclusive <laughs> discount, buy all of our products and save, a, you know, percentage yeah, you get one free now or something. So, like, yeah. Something like that. But like, so you're not actually having to create more products, just like a simple sales page or email and just sort of create a different offer out of your existing products. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to like add some stuff. Like you could create some like small bonuses and like yeah. add the bonuses during the time of the holiday as a bundle, etc. So I like the idea of delivering more value or if you, you know. if you want to sell your own time, you can even say like, hey, the first 20 people who buy this get a 
30 minute Skype call with me to get started on their new diet or something like that, you know? Yeah, just like delivering more value for the same price rather than discounting or literally having, like, you could have a, a special product that you take out once in a while. Something I'm actually considering for Authority Hacker at some point. I mean, we do that with Authority Hacker Pro for the launches, but something that would be more of a tripwire price, like something that would cost like around $50 that we could take out once in a while so that it's like that special thing but it's not cheaper it's just available during these periods only mm -hmm. so yeah that is basically the last tactic actually so the first one if i remind you is like essentially curating the best offers in your market and play the role of the advisor so go talk to audience say hey you should buy these you should buy the not buy these etc kind of give you advice and tie it to the content you're creating the whole time usually the second one is goodwill building. So, like, if you don't want to, if you don't necessarily have offers you can promote, or you need to engage your audience more because you're selling your own products, etc., then maybe it's time to stand out, not be like everyone, and actually give value the day everyone's trying to take value from people, and then you know wait for much less competitive times and days to actually make your sales and not have the peer pressure of having to do a discount, which allows you to save a lot of profit as well. And the third one is the holiday exclusive product slash bundle. So once again, you don't need to cut your margins. You just need to make a different value proposition, have some bonuses, or even have a complete product that you just get out at certain times of the year. So yeah, that was basically the three tactics. Any final words, Mark? Yes, just a couple of points. If you do the same offer or the same discount every time there's the same holiday, so if you always have yeah. like a 50% Black Friday discount, people will come to expect it very quickly. There's a music website called Beatport and always on Black Friday, they have 50% discount. So like I didn't bought any music there for like the last three months, kind of knowing or expecting this was going to happen. And it did. So don't change things up. So people don't kind of expect it and wait and not buy yeah. the full price to get a discount. It's so in the H pro group, a lot of people need stock photos and, like there is the stock photo deal that comes every six months to a year on AppSumo for depositphoto.com. Yeah. And I can guarantee that like everyone's just waiting for that deal at this point and buying as much as they can when it comes out. And nobody's buying full price for deposit photo at this point. And that's because because of that one deal that everyone's expecting in the online marketing and um, world and everyone knows about. And now it's like, there's no way we're going to pay full price for them at this point. And it's just like, we're just used to the discount price because it's just so regular. Yep. And the other thing I wanted to say, it's kind of reiterate what Gail said actually, is around like, don't just do this. Don't just discount because you see everyone else is doing it. Like I just opened my personal email and in the last hour, this is Black Friday. In the last hour, I've received 11 emails with the subject Black Friday in it all like offers and promos and, and stuff. I, I marked them all as red and haven't read any of them. But don't feel that just because everyone seems to be doing that, that you have to do it too. It's like ju jumping on the bandwagon. It's not as if there's, I mean, in the retail world, I'm, I'm sure there are a, a lot of people who are saving up to Black Friday to buy their new TV or something. But it, it's not as if there's a huge number of people waiting to buy your info product or um, you know, affiliate offer or something on Black Friday. Yeah, actually, I was talking with uh, with Tung actually, who is uh, Tung Trang from uh, 
from Cloud Living, he's making a discount for a tripwire for his course. And actually, I was like, we were talking and I was like, yeah, you're probably like, you might make some money, but like, you know, it's a tripwire, it's heavily discounted, etc. Like you, I think it's like, I don't know, I think it's like $15 per sale or something. I was like, yeah, how, how much sales do you need to make to make like $50,000? Like so many, it's just impossible. And at the same time, you're cannibalizing sales for like next time you do a launch or next time you do a proper promo at the full price, etc. So, you know, because of all these reasons, it just it just feels like it's kind of a peer pressure thing, right? And and I remember when when we started Torrid Hacker and I was kind of hunting for for the first Black Friday offers, like I was literally emailing two companies for like asking them if they had some kind of offer coming up. And I could feel that some of them literally put one up because I asked and out of peer pressure of like, oh, my competitors are doing this promo, so I should do one as well. Maybe it shouldn't actually. So don't feel like you you have to to discount your products or whatever. I think using the tactics we talked about in this podcast is usually a better way. Well, if you do the affiliate stuff, sure. But otherwise, these are better ways to to make sales at full prices while, you know, not looking like you're cheap or whatever, etc. Just just building value and building engagement with the holidays and then making sales at full price because you have people engaged. So, I mean, that is my take on it, essentially. All right. I think we're done with that podcast, right? One more thing. So we're okay. doing this every week. We're going to be Are answering you? one question from you guys, from our audience. So if you would like to have your question answered by us next week or in a future episode, go to authorityhacker.com forward slash ask and you can ask us anything. So today's question comes from Ivan and he's asking, how many times a year do you recommend launching a product such as Authority Hacker Pro? for those who have digital products? I think it depends. I think it's like for us, for example, like one thing that I like to have like content in between, it's more like of a, of a tempo thing. So it's like if you publish content really fast, I think you can launch pretty frequently. Like I think you can launch four times a year if you really have a lot of content coming out and your site is really active. If you are like us where you've been just doing podcasts and we really haven't posted on the blog lately because we've been working on the new programs, etc. Maybe like two times a year or three times a year is okay. I like it. It's also more about like how valuable the audience is, right? So for example, you want to avoid launches in December because people are, you know, holidays, et cetera, et cetera. You want to avoid launches in August because I mean, at least in Europe, a lot of people take holidays in August. And therefore, it is complicated to to do that. So, like already, like this takes two big months out of the year, and then if you want to launch only every three or four months, then the schedule starts to draw itself on its own. So usually, usually the way, especially when you're selling for products, it's all about like changing your life or fixing something in your life or whatever. So one good period for that usually is January. People are a little bit dry on cash sometimes in January, but they are making their New Year resolution. That's when they, you know, they buy the yearly gym membership that they go yeah. twice in a year for, etc. So it is a good time to like run the hype of the resolutions and, and sell info products in January. Then after that, if you want to do two a year, then maybe you're gonna look at like April or something. So it's like far enough away. It's like four months away. But at the same time, or maybe even June, but at the same time, people are not yet on holiday and uh, spring is kind of like, ah, oh, you know, after the after the long winter, people are, their mood is a little bit up and et cetera. So it's good. If you want to do it three times a year, maybe you can also add one in like September after that. 
And that's basically it. So usually, usually dates are drawing. Everyone tends to do these things at the same time because they're the best times. Because you avoid your August, you avoid your December, and you want to do like a couple times a year. You could still change it. You could do like February, May, and October. That would still work as well, right? But you're still going to stay around these three periods. Uh, yeah, so again, I think there's actually some like crossover between today's podcast and that as well. You probably want to like shake it up and like not have it at exactly the same time every year. So people are, you know, expecting it and say, oh, I'll wait till next time. Yeah, I mean, for launches, I would argue that maybe it it doesn't matter as much because the scale, if the, the availability scarcity is there anyway, like what are they gonna do? You know, yeah, they're just gonna buy next time. You know, yeah, I think it doesn't matter as much. But yeah, it's two to three but, times. I mean, I would for, say. for example, so if it's like during the launch period and someone's like, "Oh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna buy it this time. When is it next available?" If you say, "Oh, in two months' time," yeah, it's not that not far. Be, but if you say, "I have no idea." Or like in our case, we, we genuinely like we meant it. We're like sometime next year. We haven't actually yeah. planned. The I actually told some people also. it would probably be January. Now I'm looking at it and my <laughs> February, you know, it depends. We try to be honest with that stuff. Like we don't, we don't really hide it. Things like we, we don't sometimes see as far as like in the next three months, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two to three times. And that's why having several products is also important. So, for example, we are going to be releasing a new product actually in January. So it's not Atari Hacker Pro coming up in January. It's something else. And that allows us to to speed up the the rhythm. So in in that way, we'll be able to do like that new product in January. Then we'll be able to do Atari Hacker Pro in March. Then we can do this other product in April or May, etc. And so we'll be able to essentially do like double the schedule. Hopefully, increase the revenue by doing that. So that's why thinking of your products as like a portfolio and is also a good idea. So if these launches work well for you, you can actually like move them over there's also i don't want to talk too long but so way evergreen (laughs) no no, it's not just that it's not what i wanted to talk about actually it's like when you really start like selling a lot of stuff what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to build like sub audiences that join the launch you know so right now we're emailing the entire list when we do a launch and we're just we're like yeah we assume that if you join our email list you're gonna be interested However, imagine we have like seven products and we do literally a launch every three weeks, which, you know, would be possible if we had that. It's impossible to just spam your email list like for a launch continuously. So what we have to do is probably just get people to actually sign up or click on the link, etc. to say, hey, I'm interested in, in this sub niche of your topic. And when they click then they are part of the launch, but not the entire list gets the email. So as you grow your portfolio of products, you need to start segmenting your audience more and marketing the right product for them. And they don't necessarily become part of every promotion, etc. When you're small, I think it's better to market to your entire audience. And that, as I say, usually you start with a shotgun with marketing. You just go and, and shout as loud as you can, whatever you're selling or promoting. And then when that works, then and you grow, when you become bigger, you, you have to do the segmentation. So you go more with a sniper rifle, essentially. So I'm going to stop here. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we'll wrap up there. Once again, if you have a question you'd like to ask us for a future show, go to authorityhacker.com forward slash ask. And we will be back next Monday with the next episode. Cool. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.